G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, I wonder if you've been reflecting on those terror attacks. Again, it's on the other side of the world. Here in Australia, we seem so far removed. Uh, but our authorities are on high alert too for terror attacks here in Australia. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, one of Australia's leading Christian cultural commentators, back with us again today. He's been reflecting on what's happened in Brussels overnight. Hello, Bill Muhlenberg. Welcome along to 2020. Great to be with you again. Bill Muhlenberg, just bringing an introduction to what we want to talk about today. This is not something that you're saying people should be surprised by. In fact, this is something that, for you, you're saying it's a little bit like Groundhog Day. Here we go again. Yes, well, that's exactly how it's looking, isn't it? I mean, how many more of these kind of attacks do we need? Uh, not just uh, all around the world, but simply happening in Western countries, whether we're speaking of Madrid or London or Boston or Sydney or Melbourne. I mean, how many of these kind of things have to occur before we wake up and say everything is not right with uh, a particular religion that begins with I? Uh, In fact, uh, since 9-11 of uh, 15 years ago, We've had 28,000 Islamic terror attacks around the world, 28,000. So something is not right, and uh, still a lot of our leaders try to pretend that, uh, you know, all religions are the same, and uh, in fact, uh, we just had again... uh, leaders last night saying this has nothing to do with Islam and so on and well you know how many more bodies on the streets before we uh, begin to wake up. Bill you're saying that leaders around the world are living in denial and uh, uh, how the West is dealing with this would indicate that that's the case. Well sadly I mean what we see happening in Europe is is a result of this living in fantasy uh, failed multicultural policies where uh, every culture is seen to be as equal. Uh, Even Cameron, who you mentioned, uh, rightly praising Christianity and the heritage of it in England, but he often has said the same thing. Uh, Islam is a, a wonderful religion and we need to have these kind of multiculturalism policies. So you know, even somebody like him tends to be all over the place on this issue. We have the same here, Malcolm Turnbull saying Islam is something we need to respect and so on. Well, yes, we respect individuals and and the faith they may hold, but we have to distinguish between a faith that says love your enemies and another one that says kill your enemies. So, uh, 
Unfortunately, when we have leaders like this who don't want to face reality and deal with the real issue, uh, sadly, I think we're going to see more of these sorts of attacks. Well, Bill, Groundhog Day again on what leaders are saying. And uh, we've had a conversation or two before where these same things have happened. And we've said, well, leaders have to look at national harmony. They have to say all of the right and uh, we'd say politically correct things to try and keep that national harmony. And so they deny the use of uh, the I word or the M word, as you say, and uh, they don't want to mention Islam. They don't want to mention the word Muslim because it creates the potential for disharmony. Well, the sad truth is if you have people who have a political ideology such as Islam, which does not look very kindly on things like democracy, freedom, uh, religious pluralism, rule of law, well, guess what? If you allow a lot of those people into your country, you will get a lack of harmony. And that's exactly the point. Some uh, fortunately, are happy to blend in to accept Western values and Western culture, but many are not. Many are refusing, even as they come into Western countries, to embrace the things that made the West what it is. And that is a recipe for disaster. It's more than just disharmony. It's uh, how you tear a country apart, and we're seeing this all over Europe at the moment. And, uh, you know, that's not how we're going to long last if we simply are afraid to affirm all the values that made us great. If we say all values are equal, including Sharia law and all the rest, well, we've signed our own death warrant. Bill, let me take you back to the statistic you mentioned. 28,000 terror attacks since 9-11. And uh, when you think of the scale of that, I mean, it's mind-boggling that that people are not talking about the religious differences here. There are some political parties around the world, and uh, just to draw attention to Get Wilders, uh, Mm -hmm. who has an anti-Islamic party there in Northern Europe, uh, where he's certainly going to be getting a lot more attention and uh, others around Europe, no doubt, uh, will be rallying around parties that are saying uh, enough is enough, we have to actually draw a line under this. Mm. Yeah, well, exactly right. Uh, The people, after a while, simply get tired of failed leadership and they look for somebody, sometimes anybody, who can uh, turn things around. So, yeah, Gerd Wilders in Holland is certainly uh, riding high in the polling. And I was reading just the other day, it could well be he'll become the next prime minister of the Netherlands. And uh, if so, you understand why. People are so tired of seeing blood on their streets every time they turn on the TV and having gutless leaders who refuse to identify the problem. So uh, you will expect to see people like that gaining in popularity. And, uh, well, we have even in Australia parties as well, newly formed parties with the same kind of emphasis. So uh, there's a bit of a backlash. People are saying, come on, uh, if you're not going to protect us and what we value and believe in, well, something's got to give. Uh, What about other world leaders like uh, the U.S. President, Barack Obama? And, of course, uh, everyone will have their focus on potential candidates uh, for the U.S. presidency and what they might be saying. Any thoughts on what uh, leaders in the U.S. are saying about what's happening in Europe? 
Well, I mean, Obama has spent the last seven and a half years praising Islam, telling us what a great religion it is, all the while denigrating Christianity. In fact, he was in Cuba giving a speech to some of the dictators there as the bombings took place. Uh, on the other hand, some of the candidates, like Ted Cruz, he came out immediately uh, expressing sorrow for the family members, but saying we have to get serious about Islam. We have to deal with this. Uh, and he said, if I get elected, I will uh, immediately start going after groups like IS. I'll stop futzing around like we've had so for the last seven years under Obama. So the rhetoric is there. Hopefully, uh, if somebody like that gets in, and he starts taking seriously the threat to freedom and democracy that Islam is, well, we might see a bit of a turnaround, but uh, remains to be seen. Donald Trump has made some more outlandish comments overnight and uh, even talking about torture and waterboarding and all of those sorts of uh, uh, things that most people uh, who think sensibly about uh, those things don't think are, uh, are reasonable. Any thoughts on, uh, on what Donald Trump has been saying? Yeah, well, look, Trump is always saying a lot of things, and a lot of people like him because he speaks his mind. Of course, any drunk in the gutter speaks his mind, so we have to be a little bit careful there. Uh, sure, he talks about securing the borders and standing up to Islam, but again, some of the other conservative candidates are saying exactly the same, including Ted Cruz. So the question is, are some of the proposals that people like Trump are making are they realistic? Are they going to be helpful? Um, you know, I can see the frustration so many Americans have. I can see the appeal of somebody like Trump. But uh, there is a lot of caution. A lot of conservatives are quite worried, actually, about somebody like Trump. But, yeah, at least on this issue, he's saying the right stuff. Whether he can carry it out, follow through, that all remains to be seen as well. Bill, as a Christian, and we were reflecting a little on what the British Prime Minister David Cameron was saying about Easter and having an event like this happen in the world just on the eve of Easter celebrations, uh, it brings into a stark contrast because if Easter's only about the Easter bunny, no one will care and will think mm. that there's any value in, at all in uh, looking at the deeper underlying meaning of Easter. But uh, this is a Easter perhaps where many people around the world ought to take a little extra time to think about the message of Easter and what powerful impact it brings to cultures around the world. Mm. Now, absolutely right. The contrast couldn't be greater. Uh, if you don't know Christ and if you look at what's happening in Europe and in Brussels, it just looks utterly hopeless. I mean, you know, where are we going? The world's going down the tubes fast and there's no hope. But if you know the Christian story, the Easter message, uh, that is the very basis of hope, and that's what keeps us going. It's because God entered into the world uh, so much in love with us that he took action to bring us back to himself, even though we're living in rebellion, shaking our fists at him. Those who come back to God through Christ and faith and repentance uh, get forgiveness. They get a new life, and they have eternal life, and that's the hope that we all need to have in a world that looks like it's uh, disintegrating fast right before us. So the Easter message, more than ever, in these really dark and troubling times, is the message we have to proclaim. 
The Easter message, Bill, is about hope, but it also has a message about fallen humanity and the need for a saviour. Your thoughts when we can see what humanity can do uh, to uh, what one man can do to another man uh, when it comes to uh, these ideas, uh, these bombings, these uh, atrocities being committed around the world. Uh, the fallen nature of humanity needs a saviour, and there is no other saviour other than Jesus Christ. Well, that's it. Uh, I think what we see happening all around us is very good proof of the biblical message that we are all sinners, we all have uh, gone astray. We've all told God to get lost, and uh, God is a gentleman. When we say that, he allows us to, well, have our choices, and we see this played out every single day, whether bombings in the airports at Brussels or husband beating his wife or a million other instances every day. Uh, the, the desperately sinful and selfish state of humankind uh, unless something is done about that, we're all doomed. We're toast. And that's exactly why Christ did come 2,000 years ago to deal with that sin question, to deal with this power of sin and selfishness which we cannot break by ourselves. So that's the good news, the Easter message. Christ came to set us free, to forgive us of our sins, to deal with the sin nature and in fact give us a whole new nature so that we can become like him and that's uh, the hope that we need in a world that seems to be getting worse by each passing day. Well, Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights and uh, another global issue to be concerned about, the Belgium attacks overnight. Uh, Easter is on its way. The message of Easter, a powerful, powerful message, one worthy of contemplation, uh, not to just brush away or not to sweep under the carpet, not to shroud and hide amongst the chocolate and the enjoyment of Easter bunnies and such things through the coming season. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, I'll point people to Culture Watch, your Culture Watch site. Uh, They'll be able to read the latest article that you've written there and many other great articles on so many different aspects of our Australian culture and on global issues as well. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Many thanks again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.